What is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Akantoye over Zoom video. Akantoye was born in Nigeria and moved to Toronto, Canada at age eight. We hear about what it was like growing up in Nigeria, making that move to Canada and how Akantoye got into music. He started to write around eight years old as well when he got to, to Toronto. And that's when he started to learn how to freestyle as well. It wasn't until Akantoye was in college that he started to really record himself. And in college, that's also where he met all the people he still writes with and still collaborates with to this day. We hear about the viral successes he's had on TikTok, the massive success of his song, Pizzazz. Akintoye talks a lot about the most recent song he released called Fuck'em Up Moses, and he actually announces the title of the new seven-track project he has coming out as well. And he's absolutely hilarious, so you have to watch the video. Uh, you can watch the video of Akintoye on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be amazing if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Akin Toye. Hey, what's up? What's poppin'? How are you, man? Good, I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Is, is my, my mic sound okay? Is the, the, the setup sound good? Yeah, it's a little... Maybe you could, you could probably give it a little bit more juice. Gotcha. A little low. You know when? Let oh, me know. That, that was good. Perfect. Awesome. Akin Toye, I appreciate your time, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm Adam, and this is about you and uh, your journey in music, and we'll talk ab about the the new song that you have out now. Yeah, which is awesome, and yeah. I love your your desktop back there uh, with the with the Jordan. Oh yeah, I keep the the. You know what's funny? That's NBA 2K23 open. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> 2K24 is about to come out in like a week, and I'm you know what I mean you gotta you gotta dial in the skill set because I'm gonna jump on the game, and a bunch of seven year olds are gonna get on there and, and uh, maybe start whooping ass. <laughs> I gotta get it together before I actually start playing a new game. <laughs> when did they add Jordan? Was he, has he always been in the 2K games? You know what it was? So so I think this screen is showing right now. There's like a Jordan challenge, like like there's like a it's like a mode you go into. Oh. Uh. Like, play like Michael Jordan's greatest moments like when he's at UNC and he hit like the game winner and it's like a whole it's, it's a it's a whole it's a whole thing that's just what uh, okay so you he's right you can't actually play with Jordan no no you can you can oh, you can they got, got all-time teams they got like if I wanted to go in there and play with damn Muggsy Bogues and like yeah push the roster around and put Muggsy Bogues on the 2015 Cavs I could do that like, <laughs> like no way yeah I gotta do you gotta do whatever you want on 2k these days Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, because I, I I think the last one I had was 22, I think 2K20. I don't even know if they had Jordan in the game. Yeah. 2K, 2K is funny because, like, I, I don't know what your relationship with 2K is, but, like, I am I am, like, the target consumer for NBA 2K. Like, okay. I know it's a garbage video game. I, dude, I, I have it. I play it. It's fun. I've been, I, I bought every single NBA 2K since NBA 2K11. This really? is a toxic relationship in my life. Cause I buy it and I'm like, this game is stupid, but what do I do the next year? I'll buy it again. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they stop making them. Oh, that's amazing. Well, um, enough about video games. Although I love Michael Jordan and, and basketball, but, uh, <laughs> um, so first off, where were you born and raised? Do you, are you currently, you're in, uh, where, uh, Canada, yeah. Toronto. Yeah. So, so I'm currently in Toronto. I was born in Nigeria, in Lagos, Nigeria. And then I moved to Toronto in 2009. So I was, I was young. I was nine, 10 years old, give or take. Okay. So born wow. in Nigeria, like halfway raised in Nigeria. And then like my team like, adult years, I've been in Toronto. Yeah. What, what I interviewed somebody the other day, uh, that was also born and, and then moved to Toronto. Coincidentally, you'd be Toronto's one of those places that, like, you know how they say, like, New York, like, everyone's represented in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toronto is like for real. That's actually what that is. Like, like, no one in Toronto is like, 
not no one, but most people in Toronto aren't like generations in Toronto. Like it's, this is like, everyone's from a different corner of the planet. Like it's just everyone's that's here has moved here or their parents moved here. Okay. Yeah. The guy, they, I interviewed a guy named Toby. He's an artist and he was from Lagos, Nigeria and moved oh, there when Toby, he was like Toby, 10 years. Toby, with, with an I, T-O-B-I. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know Toby. I know Toby. I know Toby. Oh, I know. wow. <laughs> Well, you guys are from the same spot, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's the homie. I be seeing Toby out and about. I don't leave the crib much, but when I do, I be seeing Toby out and about. You know, he's saying what's up. Yeah. Toby's tall. Toby like six four, bro. Oh, is he? I I've only got a glimpse. We only chatted this way, so I only saw him from here up. I don't know if this ever happened to you, but like I'll see people on the internet and I'm like, they're probably the same size as me. And then I see him, I'm like, yo, you're a giant, bro. Like, <laughs> Toby, Toby, like st- I see Toby and I'm like, you should be hooping. Like he, <laughs> he's singing and rapping. You should be hooping. You yeah. should absolutely be hooping. Oh, that's funny. So well, obviously, what I mean, two totally different parts of the world. What yeah. was it like growing up in Nigeria? And then what took you to then Toronto? So it, it's it's they're two different parts of the world. And in every single way, they're two very, very like every way you can imagine. Like okay. Nigeria is. Like on the on the 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 not to go into like Nigeria's economic situation, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean, but like like Nigeria has the highest population on the on the continent. Really? I like didn't Nigeria know that. Has, like there's a hundred million plus people in Nigeria. There's a lot of people in Nigeria. Oh, my. And, it is insane. So population density is through the roof. The government has been a joke since I don't even know when. Like, <laughs> Nigeria is a real chaotic place. Like it's a, it's real like the, like now it's getting better. I haven't been back in a minute, but my parents just went back and they came back and they're like, you know what? We're seeing little bits of, you know, I mean, they're getting their act together. It's getting better. Of, <laughs> kind of. But like Nigeria is a real <laughs> not trying to shit on Nigeria by any means. But right. Like, right. It's a real chaotic place. Like, chaotic. oh, my. So moving from there and then coming to Toronto, like, like my parents are always very strict. Like that's a traditional thing with Nigerian parents is like, yo, like they don't fuck around. Like they're like, okay. hey. cause they can't, you know what I mean? You're in Nigeria, you fuck around, your kid is, they might snatch your kid up. Now your kid dead or whatever's going to happen. Like it's a crazy, yeah. crazy things happen. Back when I was there, they used to kidnap people at the airport. Like that was a thing. Like you get off the plane <laughs> and they snatch your ass up. Like it's over for you. Like I laugh about it. Cause it's kind of fucked up, but I laugh about it. Cause two Nigerians is like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that happens. You're just like, <laughs> Oh my God. Things happen to you. Like, yeah, that makes sense to happen. In <laughs> Moving here. Like I came here and I was like, I can do whatever I want. Like it was like unleashing just, the most and creating the most reckless child you could imagine. So I was just getting in whatever trouble. I remember being in class and a student yelled at the teacher and the teacher said, go to the principal's office. And I was like, oh, he's dead for sure. I'm like, it's over for bro. Like they, yeah. back then the teachers could still hit you. I was like, yeah, it's over for bro. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like he, he going to die for sure. It's over. And he just came back at lunch and he was chilling. And I was like, what'd they do? It was like nothing. I was like, nothing. Shock was crazy. Cause it's, it, I was like, this is a brand new place. Like, but I was kind of aware of the fact that like, like, I'm not a, I wasn't a Canadian kid, like nine, 10 years old. That's like the start of some really formative years. Yeah. hundred percent. Kids, you start figuring out who you are for real. Um, so I came here and I was like, okay, I'm not like everybody else that's here. So my experience with Canadian culture was very much like, how do I adjust and where do I fit in, in this, in this climate? I didn't, I wasn't in a school where there's a bunch of Nigerians, like, so I kind of just had to figure it out. So I just grew up around a bunch of different people from a mm-hmm. bunch of different places, like ton of different life experiences. Um, and then funny enough, that's like right around when I started rapping too. So like, I feel like rapping came at the perfect time. Cause mm-hmm. it was like, I just experienced this giant move. I, I, I came here. I didn't have any older cousins. You know what I mean? Like I'm literally by myself. I'm the oldest sibling. Like mm-hmm. not like I could go to my parents. Cause they're also figuring this shit out for the first time. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So I kind of was just like, on my own and i had to just try and figure out life in this country at a very young age but hip-hop came at the perfect time so i was able to be like okay like this is a thing that i that i could at least connect with and hold on to and it's been like the most consistent thing in my life since i wow yeah do you come from uh, like an artistic household at all or either your parents musical or kind of like like 
musical in the sense of like my dad, like I'll drop a song. My dad would be like, you, you know, I used to be in the choir when I was when I was growing up. You know, I was in the choir. So that's where you get your that's where you get your voice. And then my mom's like, no, he gets an artistic thing from me. So like they were creative, <laughs> but not like not like super creatives, like super took it super seriously or were trying to make it a career. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I think I have an uncle who is like trying to make music happen for a little bit and like it didn't really work out. So like I didn't come from a household of like musicians, but they definitely nurtured the um like artistic urges. Like I've been an artsy kid since I was since I was young. I used to I, I used to draw and that was my thing for a while. And you know, eventually I, I got into poetry a little bit and then it turned into hip hop and it turned into rapping. And my parents were always like, yeah, like do it like you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. And they try to put me in piano lessons like i was playing piano when i was young and not enough to like play for real but like like tried it out a little bit like so oh but my dad definitely put me on a lot of music like big thing growing up was whenever we're in the car together like he's he's spinning i fell in love with michael jackson's music fell in love with a whole lot of like that that late 80s early mid 90s west coast hip-hop era that was my oh dad. yeah so like listening to in the car like so so that's the he put me on the biggie too like just man like there was great music being played Mm. um my parents weren't necessarily like artists but they they they, you know i feel like they did what they were supposed to do but they supported you which is huge yeah Yeah, that was like they supported as the like they supported like like when you're like when your son is like i got the recital and then they show up like like that uh i mean like just like wholesome parents support but when you got to like an older age or like when you were going to go to university or something, was that something that they wanted you? Did they support you pursuing it or how no. did that work? <laughs> okay. so, so it was it was an interesting situation because, again, Nigerian parents like I always cut my parents to slack of like, yo, if I moved my child halfway across the globe mm-hmm. for better life. And he looked me in my face and he was like, I want to be a rapper. I'd be like, if you don't sit your stupid ass, like, I'd be like, if you don't sit. <laughs> right, 100%. Like, are, you already, I'd be like, are you out of your mind? Like, <laughs> like, you know why I brought you, you know what I mean? So I get it. Like, I understand the hesitation. Um, my mom was always more supportive of it. Like, she was always like, uh, I, I ended up going to university for economics. So as while I'm in school, like. I was supposed to go to law school. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a lawyer. And like, oh, wow. This is fascinating because well, I'm only going to stop. Yeah, because Toby told me the same thing. He went to school and he was going to be a doctor. Like he got a met. He's like he passed all the classes to go into like medical school. And then it was like, uh, can I do the music thing? Like, I just fascinating to hear that. Yeah. Like, like, and I'm sure it's like this, like a ton of immigrants will tell you the same thing. Like, oh, 100 percent. Who not? play like their whole <laughs> thing is like they decided you were going to be a doctor lawyer or an engineer before you were born and <laughs> then you come out and you're like hey by the way i like i like making words rhyme and they're like oh my god i failed <laughs> like <laughs> well i see 100 percent what you're saying you're like if i move my kid halfway across the world and yeah. then he's like i'm gonna be a rapper you're just like the hell you are <laughs> like, you know I mean? like it's like, yeah. it's, bro, like like it didn't even make sense like it just sounded insane but but <laughs> like the while i was in university like I was working for a, a keep mind like my entire life to this point I've been rapping like it's just been yeah it sounds like 10 10 you said 10 11 years old you were yeah, like I was every single talent show or if you see me if you catch me at a house party I'm liable to be the dude rapping uh, okay hey but I was that guy like that was my thing um then I got to university and I finally bought a mic got and I I had never like really sat down and recorded music it was just I like rapping like it was like a, it was an outlet for me just um, like a you just like freestyle or you would just do like, that freestyling like i would write verses like like i've always been a kind of an anxious guy and just always had a ton of things going on in my head so it helped me just line things up like mm-hmm. I, I didn't even realize i was doing it but around that same time i got to the point where i started writing every single day like i to this day i can't sleep unless i write something whether it's oh like, wow whatever it's just a you know wellness practice like i gotta write something it's just good it's like when people journal at the end of the at the end of the day it's that type of thing mm-hmm. um I just figure rhyme. <laughs> but, but the 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 I bought my first mic and I was recording music out of my dorm room and music was not good. But I would have if you asked me, I would have been like, boy, I'm about to blow up tomorrow. I would have been like, yo, like I would have been like, yo, if somebody hear this, they're gonna think I'm the one. So I was I was I was doing it. I was working for an organization where we taught um 
in like the school system in the, the city I went to school in. We work with kids, um, middle school, high school age. And it was like a writing organization. So we did writing. We did we work with the English programs and we would, you know, create these little like spoken word poetry writing clubs and go in and teach the kids. So like I was that time in university while I'm doing school, I'm also like kind of really, really digging my heels into just being a creative. Mm -hmm. um, and then it wasn't until like towards the end of school where it was like, all right, there is no way in hell I'm going to go to law school. It was like, there's like, there's just no, it was like, there's absolutely no way. Like it, it this makes no sense. Like it was, it was to the point where, where, and I struggle with anxiety. That's where my anxiety kind of got to its peak. And I was like, bro, like I got to do something. I was like, something mm -hmm. got to shake. Like this, this law school thing, this whole, like trying to go into the, the, the traditional go through school path is just not about to work. So I got lucky that like in the midst of that whole situation, I think I took a year off of school um, to work full time with the program and working with the kids. And right at the end of that year that I was, or, or I guess the end of like the school year towards that's when COVID hit. Like, Oh, wow. So, so say, yeah. So instead of going back and like at the end of that gap, you're being like, all right, now I got to go, you know, do this until I can convince, convince my family. Otherwise, you know, all of a sudden, it was like everyone's at home, like everyone's home. So and over that time frame, I had met a couple friends like my friend Dan Vuko, who produces everything I do. That's my that's one of my best friends in the whole world. And everything I do to this day, it's the same group of guys like we all met in school. We're all musicians and we're all creatives and we just make it happen however it needs to happen. Um, but we started working remotely. Like, we're like, all right, I'll, you know, send in verses and send in beats and sending all these different things back and forth right around when COVID hit, like, cause COVID was like March, like mid March, yeah. mm -hmm. 2020. I want to say like right at the end of April, 2020, I just threw a video up on TikTok and it just took the fuck off. Like, I don't know. Oh, wow. And at this point, no one knew who I was. Like, literally it was like, it just my friends knew I made music. Like really nobody gave a shit. Like not a singular shit. Um <laughs> not a singular and, shit. Not a, not a singular shit. And then <laughs> and then the video took the fuck off. And I don't know where it was like, oh wait, okay, hold on. So people like this. All right, cool. Let's see where this is gonna go. Let's just try it. And I would just throw videos up and it would be like every now and then a video would just catch a million views. And I was like, bro, this is crazy. Like like I, I never conceived of this many people like in real time, like enjoying a thing that I created. I remember the yeah. first hit 10k, 10k views, and we were playing, we were probably playing 2k or Fortnite or something, and we're on the game chat. And one of my friends was like, Bro, that's like a small village, bro. Like he was like, <laughs> we were losing it, we were freaking out, like it was crazy. And then what, what was that first video that that went off? Was it for one of your songs? No, not even. It was, it was, there was like a rap challenge going around. Like, I don't remember what the challenge was called, but it mm -hmm. was, there was a challenge going around and everyone was like doing their, their verses. Like the dude like posted the beat on YouTube and was like, rap on my, on my thing, whatever. And yeah, yeah, were yeah. like, they were doing it, but it was like, this was at a time in TikTok where there wasn't the giant rush of artists yet. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, so like, it was still like everyone's mom wasn't on it yet exactly you know what I mean? like, <laughs> people weren't even they weren't sitting down like recording audio and then recording a high quality video and like knowing hey let me mix my vocals it was like yo let me yeah the headphone mic. yeah headphone mic thing you sure but at the time like because we'd been working remotely and i know how to record myself and all of that like i was like bro let me just i'll just track it like you know what i mean i'll record it make it look good chop it up edit it a little bit um just threw the video up and then it just it started going crazy and then it was kind of back to back to back to back to back like a bunch of videos caught fire and then ever since then i was like all right let me let me figure out how this thing works um and yeah since i pretty much it's probably coming up on like it's 2023 it's like three years now i've been posting on TikTok. yeah been a minute, I, been a hot minute. I, well with that though like at what point were you like okay this is this is working and was it always like some challenging type video that you were doing that was working? And then when do you go, I'm going to put my own, this is, I'm an artist. So here's my song. It, it was, I think off rip. I just kind of like, like, so the first video I posted that blew up was the, was the rap challenge video. Like the yeah, very yeah. video I followed it up with was like, Hey y'all, I'm actually dropping a song next oh, week. Okay. <laughs> so you got on it real quick. You know what I mean? So off rip, I was like, Hey, go check out the music. Like, and, and it was, it was a, it was a, because no one knew what it was like, we were just kind of trying stuff like we were just doing right. it was like this might work this might not work i would try and rap on like 
whatever popular like you remember like the hip-hop harry like the go 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 mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. I was, like, rapping on whatever popular thing was going around and people uh, were like whatever sound it was that was doing something yeah people were like that's the guy that raps on anything he can rap on any beat and like that was kind of the thing like that was my thing for a little bit and then duetting started becoming a thing where you like oh you yeah somebody's video and and you rap on top of it or you singer started doing it charlie puth was one of the earliest people to start doing that mm -hmm. um, and like a, a ton of artists like sort of appeared from that time frame you know what i mean like when it became clear like oh this is a thing that i could use to get people to go check out the actual music that i do so i, I was it wasn't like there was like a formula it's kind of just doing whatever um, yeah wild west style yeah, like figuring yeah. it out and then being like hey by the way i'm dropping a song if y'all want to listen to it like <laughs> you know what i mean just, just trying to slip it in there and be real slick about it and 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 some people were like you get like obviously there was a little bit of drop off because some people want the big viral like yo rap on rap on this guy starting his car like you know what i mean but then yeah like, there's people that are like yo like i like the little i like the funny meme like not meme but like jokey joke not as taking yourself seriously yeah type but you can rap for real and like they're going uh -huh. to the music and and before i know it like by the time the pandemic's over like people are actually listening to the music it was kind of wild like it was it was it was one of those where we literally went from no one to like it was a real gradual you know what i mean every couple of weeks like the, the listenership would just go up and more and more and more people up. oh people are like realizing like we know how to do this for real mm -hmm. um and then yeah we got to where we are today like covid ended and now we're just trying to take it not but ended. <laughs> COVID. right 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 the lockdowns or whatever ended but yeah. i mean to because you're you have a really cool like unique voice and it's i thought it was interesting that you brought up like you know 90s like that kind of that era hip-hop mm. uh because when i hear your voice it that's the music i loved growing up and even maybe a little bit later down the line like beat nuts and mm -hmm. uh those mm -hmm when it start so i'm trying to like i was listening to it i'm like gosh like it, it, you're it just you're that like pizzazz that song just puts me back into like when i was like in high school and i'm like and I, those are the records i was listening to like i'm like this could this would just fit in with you know the gang star and the other things i was listening to at the time and you grew up on gang star that's crazy dude yeah i loved like those are all the the records that i love to listen to and then i would like hear that i'm like oh my god like and just the beat everything about the song and but i all the new stuff all, all your music is it just it has this really cool like fresh vibe but like it reminds me of that kind of era of hip-hop and the yeah. beats in that era that i loved growing up i was like wow like because i have my son's uh 15 i play i'll play him stuff and he's like oh like, is what 15? is this wait, wait hold on hold on wait let's not speak pat you got a 15 year old son yeah and you? a seven-year-old 30 turn 39 next month that's fucking crazy. I know I'm old, dude. But you know, <laughs> you know what it is? Like I'm realizing, like maybe it's because I'm getting older too. Like I'm 24. Like maybe it's because I'm getting older too. But yo, 40 year olds looked old as hell when I was younger. Like I don't know what it is. But all 40 <laughs> I'm, like, yo, I'm not 40 yet. I'm only 38 turning 39. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, but it's just like I'll play him shit, and he's just like, "What is it? Like, what is this beat?" And I'm like, "Oh, this is you know Nas, like or whatever it may be." And it's just cool to because he he he's into the hip hop that's popular now. You know what I mean? And it's like him going back. Oh, like oh, that's cool. And I'm like, yeah, like, and you're kind of bridging that gap. I feel like, yeah, for I, me I, when I, it comes I, to the I, newer I, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that that's the intention is like because that's the stuff I grew up on too, right? Like, mm -hmm. like that's the stuff that I fell in love with. Like my like my favorite rappers to this day are like big l and 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 most death like these are my favorite oh yeah ever like these are the dudes that made me listen to hip-hop and be like oh my god i love this i need to i need to figure it like that's who you emulate too you know what i mean yeah like, yeah that was one of my favorite rappers ever like the way he the way he sets his punchlines up his tone his his sometimes like the he's he's a little aggressive but not like in a let me scare you type of mm -hmm. like he'd be saying mean stuff but the but the voice stays the same or most deaf his his some of his inflections the the in this thing we call hip-hop where you even get played to get shot like it's just i feel like that's the that's the stuff i love and and uh -huh. that's the stuff we try to like emulate and recreate like even down to the the way we make our music now like my me and dan just finished making a project seven song project that'll probably drop like way not way later but like in a couple months um, okay we made the whole thing on an mpc 
Really? Like, like, yeah, we sat down and we have all this gear available. But Dan was like, yo, like, I really want to sit down and, and, and just cook some stuff up with, M- with an NPC. And we sat down and made some of our best stuff with an NPC. Like, that's the that's the that's where we draw our inspiration from. Like that, like that's the 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 era we sort of are aspiring to. But uh-huh. also trying to take it and like add our own a little bit of modern twist to it. Sometimes there's trappy vibes in the stuff we do. Sometimes it's super funky. Sometimes there's a Dan playing a, a, a real rock music type riff on the guitar. Like we're just we're just kind of a little bit all over the place, mm-hmm. just mixing a little bit of old school with some new school and whatever else is left over that we got to add into it. Yeah, I love I love what you're doing. Um, I'm curious on I mean, you well, the new song is this the well, we'll get to the new song, but I'm like, so. First of all, you brought up Michael Jackson. I love the Beat It cover you did. Or the, the, not the cover, but like the cover that you took from yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. on the Nikes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that, that's, that, that was mad funny because I feel like people it like like we wanted it to look like I really did it. Bro, it was it was two dudes next to me holding me up. And I was like, these <laughs> are shaking. I'm going to take a picture. Take a picture. Did it. <laughs> it was, <laughs> that was one of those where like like so, sometimes we'll sit down uh my boy adit dixit does all my videos he does all the cover art and sometimes we'll sit down and be like all right like what do we want to do for the cover art for this and sometimes we kind of just figure it out on the spot but as soon as we made the song beat it we were like no this is going to be the cover art like we made the song couple days later we're like all right we got to do a michael jackson theme video we got to do what we got to have the 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 cover art with the you know what i mean standing on the toes like, the tippy toes yeah and like we didn't even we didn't plan when we were making the song we weren't making it to be a michael jackson thing like we were just we yeah because i thought you did a cover of it and i listened to the song i'm like this is not <laughs> anything oh, like <laughs> at all. Oh, that was that was like part of the beauty of it is you know what I mean? Like, like when you hear beat it, you think Michael Jackson. And then yeah. in the video, we wanted to represent like, all right, what if we took the Michael Jackson in the beat a video with the red jacket? And, the, uh-huh. and then we just took it and we and we flipped it. And like, what if that was me? Like just <laughs> the way I am, I got the red puffer jacket on. I got some got some Nikes on. I got some cargo pants on. I got my chain out. Got a do rag on. You know what I mean? Like this is yeah. like, this is like how I am. And that kind of was the idea is like if you removed Michael Jackson and just placed me like, what would that look like? And that was yeah. No, it's it's brilliant. Um, and along with all your, I mean, your the clips you put up online are so funny, and you can hear that in your songs. But there's like a seriousness to them too, and like a, there's depth to, to your lyrics and, and everything else. But with uh, with pizzazz, like so that song is just yeah, the, the big here. one. You know what I mean? Um, was that a video that also was that something that caught fire again through TikTok, or and then eventually, you know, to to convert those people into listeners and streams and all that stuff is, is a big jump in itself. I mean, just because a song does well on TikTok doesn't mean someone's going to open up an app and then yeah. find you. It's like like the fact that somebody, what well, you have to do another process is like, ugh, like I don't want to like open Spotify yeah, and like look this like guy up. Like, yeah, you know I mean, like, <laughs> like love the song to like really go. Right. Yeah. And obviously people really love the song. And so how did that start? Did you just put a little clip up of it or? Yeah, Pizzazz was funny because, like, there's a ton of videos I posted that have done well, but, like, I don't release the social media stuff as streamable music, generally. Like, I'm yeah, just, 100%. I'm kind of just like, like, this is a cool, fun thing that I did, but the stuff that I release, that's the stuff I want to play at the show. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the stuff that, like, if somebody finds out and they're like, this is my favorite artist, then this is, like, my best foot forward. Like, that's what I release on streaming. Um, But Pizzazz was funny because Pizzazz was a throwaway. Like, like me and the guys, we were in edmonton alberta like visiting Mm -hmm. we're just kicking it like chopping it up hanging out we're at the the, there's a mall in edmonton with like a roller coaster like we were we were we were chilling kicking it um then we went back to his house and we don't go anywhere without some gear (laughs) so we were in the basement and we're like let's just let's just record this thing real quick and we were joking like we were freestyling like joking around on it and then i want to say a month give or take later i was like Hey, let me get, let me get that beat again. Let me just, I just want to, I just want to get this, get this thing off real quick. So I just wrote the chorus. It was just the chorus, like the oh. first, like give or take 45 seconds of the actual song. Like that, that's mm-hmm. all it was posted it up. Um, and then the video blew up. Like people were, people were like, Oh my God, this is so, but this, this wasn't the first time it's happened. Like it's happened mm-hmm. like this before I've had bigger videos than the possession yeah. before, but something about the timing of it and like, just the way the song itself felt like it was like yo let's let's build this out and then let's decide what we're gonna do like 
So Dan and I linked back up and, and fi I finished the first half and he was like, what do you want to do on the second half? And I was like, we should be, I don't know if you ever listened to Drake, but zero to a hundred. Yeah. Going from the, the, we're up beat up here. And then the second half, we slow it all the way down is the pretty sense mm -hmm. going on. So that kind of was the idea. We built the song all the way out and we were like, yeah, this kind of bang, bro. Like, <laughs> 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 we like, yeah, this kind of bang. So we were like, you know what? Let's, let's put it up. Like, fuck it. Let's just, let's drop it. Like, let's just, we don't usually do this. Let's just do it. Like, uh -huh. let's just see what happens so i'm posting it i'm like yeah the song about to drop the song came out and people went stupid like people went stupid i did not expect it's always the ones you don't expect like i did not think people were going to connect that much with pizzazz because that's like uh -huh. what i think of the deal it's like we we've, we've done a ton of these before you know what i mean like, right right people latched onto it and they attached to it and whether it was the first half in a more lighthearted way or it was the second half and like a like a more you know deeply emotionally connected type way people latch onto it like they really really fuck with it and that's when like we've we talked to labels before but that was when like they started getting real like hey man how's it uh going <laughs> <laughs> me from from eight months ago where i where i where i reached out to you and then i never spoke to you again for eight months you remember me yeah man what's going on what's like and it was it was such a funny process. Like it was, a, it was hilarious to see and, and to just experience. Cause it was like, this is so funny. Cause we did like, we didn't calculate this song for like months. You know what I mean? Like this was like, yeah. Like, so, <laughs> so the song blew up and, and, and ton of labels wanted it. And, and, and they were kind of I'm not gonna lie to you. They were, they were playing around a whole, a whole lot. They were playing around like shit. They, 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 sometimes they think you stupid and like, that's what they're banging on. Um, mm -hmm. So, Ended up not really going anywhere with any of the major labels. Um, and then, yeah, like the song had its moment. And then on the back, on the back heels of like the momentum of the song, I was like, hey, by the way, we dropped an album um, that we already kind of had finished before Pizzazz was even a thing. Album coming oh. out the year, started dropping the singles from the project, dropped the mm -hmm. album, did a show, my first like headline show um, in Toronto last October. Um, wow sold it out it was crazy like it was like oh like it was it was just pretty dope and then now like pizzazz has happened and it is what it is and we're just already on to just bigger better things like yeah i mean yeah and you're still killing and you're doing a show in la coming up yeah yeah we uh, got the la show coming up at the mint on september 14th like we you know keeping it moving yeah um wow that's incredible that's funny that you're just kind of Oh, like when, the, you know, every, the, all the big people are coming out of the woodwork like, oh, hey, you know, you got this thing going on. It's like, 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 I feel like, like, there's a lot of artists, me, me, me and the guys talk about the fact that we had the benefit of like growing up first before, like, people started caring about our music. I feel like uh -huh. there's a lot of artists that are young, like, like you're a young artist. You just graduated high school, whatever the case is out of nowhere you got a crazy huge song you haven't even necessarily been making music for that long like you just right maybe you, know, you don't even have another song right you know what i mean like and then you just blow up and now everybody wants you and it's like the e that's 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 where they get you you're you're easily manipulated you're easy to play with like you don't know yourself the, the, you're just easy to take advantage of mm -hmm. we're lucky because we like lived life <laughs> you know what yeah I mean? before people started caring so now that people care like we're not shaking we're not phased like if so-and-so record label guy is like, hey, man, how's it going? I'm like, no, I'm not an idiot. I know what you're doing. Like, <laughs> when, when they're like, yeah, your record label guy impression is the oh, best they all thing sound I've ever like heard. That. They all sound like that. Hey, man, how's it going, man? You know what? Uh, yeah, it's me. Just, you know, you know, John Johnson from uh, from uh, from from this record label. You remember, you remember eight months ago. Like, yeah, man, you know, I've just been watching silently. Like, no, you haven't, bro. Like, <laughs> Bro, or or they or they you. The funniest ones are when they just text you, like, cause they're always like, like you get the long thing. We love what you're doing over here. We believe in what you could be, and this and that. And then like you get the text, and it's like, yeah, man, just yeah, man, just checking in, man. Yeah, I'll 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 talk to you in the next couple of days. And then you hear nothing, and then eight months later, it's like, hey, man, how's it going? You know, it's like, bro, it's so funny. It's hilarious because they're shameless about like like how weird and like fake it is like it's so it's hilarious i think it's the funniest thing in the whole every time oh. i have a conversation or label meet, i'm like bro this is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so funny oh man the fact that you just know it like coming oh. through you just that uh, you could just see right through it is so funny That's and it's like so it, it, funny it's like 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 they bank on the fact that like and not labels specifically because there's just a ton of people in the music industry that just bank on this idea of like you want to be famous so bad right 
that you'll just do anything. And it's like, no. <laughs> well, it's like, worked for so many years, right? I mean, so many people are now in bands that are trying to come back and like fight over like publishing rights and masters yeah. and i mean look at, i mean Taylor, look at taylor swift she's got to record every one of her albums because she got screwed in the beginning and scooter braun out here i don't know if you saw like the like in in a, in a span of a week everybody dropped scooter braun like i'm like yo like these are all people that just didn't know better yeah right it's not like he didn't hand you a contract yeah, like, <laughs> yeah right didn't know better and it's like now i'm at the age where like i know better like and i think a big a big reason that's the case is because of what tiktok and social media has been able to do because <clears throat> like by the time labels are reaching out we've already had like millions of views on things before like we started to make a little bit of money like independently like you know what i mean it's like you flip so the script you can flip the script and be like well yeah. okay well i'm already doing all of this myself mm -hmm. so what what are you going to provide to me and most of the time, it's absolutely nothing. Like most of the time, it's, <laughs> it's fucking nothing. When Pizzazz dropped, it was so funny. There were people like, hey, man, we love to work with you, man. So we want to put $15,000 on the table. And I'm like, 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 we're sitting there. We're like, bro, like, <laughs> we're like, dog, like, <laughs> just if, if I took a calculator out and calculated how long it would take for me to just make that money off this song right now, like, there's no way that you think I don't have access to a calculator to just figure out <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's crazy like it's, it's so it's so funny like it's just it's the funniest thing in the world to me and i feel like like the 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 maybe some artists might look at me and think i'm just like some dickhead or something but like and i'm not like, <laughs> anybody who's like falling for that like again it makes sense when you're an impressionable you know what i mean you right they're playing on the fact that you don't know things like people just do that in general not just labels there's managers who do it there's other artists who yeah do it. A lot of people, random scummy people, promoters who do it, like a ton of people do it. Like mm -hmm. artists are so easy to prey on, like because just because you want it so bad, and there's no like, there's no, you know, it's not like if you wanted to be a lawyer, you don't go to school and then graduate yeah. and take the bar, and then you're a lawyer. It's like, is this my one moment? Is this my shot? Like, sure, they're gonna screw me and give me fifteen grand for the song, but maybe that will lead to it would lead to forty million dollars, and then it's like right. But like, what if it doesn't? <laughs> yeah. And then you have the one song that you don't own at all anymore. You know, or like, or like, what if it does get to the point where it blows up and now you got to split this song 50 50 that you put your whole like, what if what if you don't have another one after this? Like, right. you know what I mean? and, and people have this idea of like, just the, the when when you want it so bad, you're prone to be impulsive. Like, that's just mm -hmm. it is what it is. Um, Me and the guys were in a different situation because we chose this. Right. I mean, like we didn't we didn't we didn't start making music because it's like it's our only way out. Like we chose this like we had options like all, all like, God forbid, if I wake up tomorrow and I just can't rap no more, like it's out the window, like I'm not going to die. I'll figure something out. You know what I mean? Like, right. Right. This is what I want. Like, we, this is what we want. We chose this. Like we work accordingly. Like we're like we work like there's no tomorrow. Like we want it bad. But also like the 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 we're not impulsive about it like and we're lucky because we're a team like it's the same group of friends you know what i mean so if if one person's having a moment of like yo bro like kind of freaking out a little bit there's a bunch of other dudes to be like yo chill mm -hmm. you got this take a step back think about it like i feel like i i, I feel like my biggest cheat code is the fact that i i, I have a team and they're my friends right like, right everyone right. has their head on their shoulders you know what i so mean you don't yeah you're not making that impulsive decision it's yeah like, like okay my, let's take a moment and figure this out yeah, when the labels offer pennies and then I go in the group chat and I'm like, this is what they offered. Everybody's like, that's dumb. It's <laughs> like, that's like, OK, well, I guess, I, yeah, that wasn't a good option. <laughs> you know I mean? like, that's kind of that's kind of stupid. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, like the it also maybe helps to all of us for like business students before him. Maybe that's oh, right. Yeah, you were going to school for economics, which you know what doesn't I mean? hurt. Like, like we kind of understand a little bit like. I don't know if it translates one to one like business school to like the music industry necessarily. I don't really think it does. But a dollar's a dollar, right? Yeah, like we could look at something and be like, that don't feel right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Right, um, right. Not to say that it's not a like perpetual battle too, though, because the the biggest battle of a musician is you versus you. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's literally you versus yourself in your own head and what you choose to allow to like fuck with you or like what you choose to uh, what you choose to even allow in. Like like it's it's the comparison game is a very real thing. You know, like the the outside voices telling you, well, this is what you should do. And this is what this person did. And this is this and this is that. Like, it's easy to just feel like you don't have a good ha like like handle on things. 
But again, I'm lucky I got a team, bro. Like if 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 I'm ever tripping, they're literally gonna be there to be like, hey, bro, you're tripping. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, so yeah. And I think like even you have a song about it. I mean, imposter syndrome in itself is something that like uh, any I feel like a lot, if not all artists, struggle with at some point, right? It's like, why are they here for me? Like, what you know, what I don't understand this. And and it's 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 like I feel like me rapping is something that like just just i'm so grateful that it does what it does for me on a therapeutic side mm-hmm. and on like a wellness side because even a song like imposter syndrome like there's like steps to understanding what's bothering you there's like all right like i feel bothered and then there's like oh here this is what it's called and then there's like what does that mean and like what does that mean for me and then that's how you get to the point where you're able to handle it and right like, putting it in the song now i'm able to break it down all the way to to in in and not even necessarily writing it so people could understand it. I'm writing it so I could understand it and what makes the most sense to me. And then by the end of that song, by the time I'm done making it, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I think I have a pretty okay handle on the imposter syndrome. You know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. Like, yeah. It feels like a therapeutic thing for me. Like, it feels like, all right. Like, and then when I put it out into the world, it's like, maybe somebody else gets a better handle on their situation based off of what this is. Maybe somebody's just like, it sounds sick. That's also mm-hmm. a cool thing. Like, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm grateful that hip hop does what it does for me. Like I'm just yeah. I feel like I'm like the luckiest guy in the world. I'm not going to lie to you. Like like I feel like 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 there's a th- like things could have gone way worse. <laughs> <laughs> like I think about it I'm like yo there's so many things that could have gone wrong and that do go wrong for people that I just have been lucky enough like to just not have to deal with on my own and I'm 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 taking my wins and I'm smiling and I'm celebrating the W's. Like yeah. I love that. Well, um, you so you have you you mentioned a project, yeah. seven song project, and the most recent song you just put out, uh, "Fuck 'Em Up Moses," and yep. you had like a cool campaign with the, like what rock star energy drink and all that, yep. you know, all that stuff's happening for you. Well, talk to me about this song, and uh, and is this a part of this project, or is this something that's away from it? So, so "Fuck 'Em Up Moses" is totally separate from the project. Okay. Um, Fuck about Moses is so funny because the again it, it comes from a situation of me and the guys like we made the first half of the song in January like in the first week of January or first oh, wow made it and we were like this is really cool but like we got to finish it and like we were like we tried a bunch of different things and different things some things worked and some things didn't work and we were like yeah like it wasn't really sounding right and then we just performed not just performed but like maybe a couple months ago we performed in Calgary Alberta and on the plane to calgary dan just opens his laptop dan doesn't know how to like not work he's one of those people (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah like he's like like it's like somebody's wedding and he's like sneaks off in the back to like make some beats like that's dan he's like like, i got free time right now i gotta utilize it (laughs) like like, i need to be working right now like right we're on the plane everybody else sleeps snoring drool coming out the you know what i mean it's like a four hour give or take flight to where we're going to so or like three yeah, three and a half four hour flight to where we're going to so on the plane over there dan just puts his headphones on and he's just making some beats chopping like like cooking them up we get to the hotel and he's just like playing the beats that he made and i'm like this is crazy like i'm gonna I'm work on this when we get back we get back finish it and it, it was gonna be a whole different song I wrote it out like I wrote a whole verse and it was it was it was good to go. I was like, we're gonna record this new song. And we show up and and right before I left the house to go to Dan's place to record this song, I was like, let me just line it up. Like, let me just put it in logic and just line it up with the first half and just see. And I couldn't line it up exactly where it needed to be. So I was like, ah, I'm I'm probably just tripping. Then I get to Dan's house and Dan's like, we should line it up with the, with the with the first half of the other song, and I'm like, yeah, if you can figure it out, and he lines it up, and it hits so hard, and we were like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's awesome. Now the song is done. So, as soon as the song was done, hurried up to to get. This is like literally a month between when we finished the song and when the song comes out. Like, super super quick. Like we finished wow. it. We 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 did what we had to do. Got it mixed. Got it mastered. Got the master back. Got the cover art situated shot the video on saturday the video comes out tomorrow like it's like the the we're trying to you know i mean we had to kind of run and hustle and speed up to get it together uh Uh but the song itself is just music to just quit your fucking job to like like like, i feel like 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 i i struggle to describe what type of music we make and Uh i feel like some of our songs fall into the category of like 
very aggressive radical self-care like that's what like that's what it falls into it's like fucking my moses is like yo if you got to quit that job you play fucking my moses on the way you play <laughs> on the way out <laughs> play it when you putting all your stuff in from your cubicle in the in the, in the little box <laughs> you know what i mean you play it like that night when you're home in your robe and you're drinking your wine and you just you two stepping around the apartment <laughs> like that's that fucking my moses is quit your job music or maybe you got somebody to fight this weekend this is what you, <laughs> what you play you somebody to fight you know what i mean planning to go beat somebody ass like it's very much that type of music it's just real aggressive like i'm about to do something for me music like that's what it feels like yeah oh i love it that's so funny that's such a funny way to put it <laughs> Throwing the stuff from your cubicle, yeah, just like, you like play, your earbuds in. That's what it feels like for real. Uh, oh wow! Um, so oh. okay, so and then you got a, the project. You sounds like you're far ahead on your recording and your songs and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we try we try to well we try our best <laughs> to stay ahead of uh, what we're doing. I mean, sometimes it's hard. Like we do got to scramble. Like we're fucking up Moses. Like we got to scramble and put it together quick. Um. But I mean, being independent, you have the freedom to do that, right? I mean, I how long would that have taken you? Some, I don't got to go through some dude with some uh, dirty white Harachis and the goddamn, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like a bape shirt. Like, <laughs> he's like, he's 46 and he's like, got like a, like a, like a backwards hat on. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, I think we should maybe drop this next September. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if we, if we want to drop it, we can just drop it. Like, we, we do whatever we It's do. ready. Like, I can push, you know, go on the literally. The, like, the if services. we finish all, like, I can upload this tonight. Like, if I really <laughs> want, like, um, so yeah, so this project we're working on, like, very much old school vibes, very much 90s vibes. Love it. Very, very much like traditional boom bap. You know what I mean? With a little bit of some new school flair in there. There's the every single song is a little bit, um, you know what? Maybe, maybe I should say what what the name of the pro- the name of the project is Bombs Like Barack. Um, yeah, the, the, <laughs> that's how awesome. you felt when you heard that just now. That's how we want people to feel. When <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is this about to be? That's <laughs> yeah. It, it's the project. There's some inflammatory moments on the project. The the but it all resolves itself nicely and it all comes to a very very it feels cohesive sonically it feels cohesive the message feels cohesive at the end the 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 stories that are being told all line up properly like it's gonna be really really dope that's awesome well I appreciate you telling us you know the name of it and everything yeah, the, and that's the, exciting I mean, man said it, like outside of like our group of like, like oh damn. Oh, Looking at the playlist of my phone and just shaking my head and being like, damn, this shit really called pops like bro, bro. Like, like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, <laughs> like, what am I doing with my life, bro? But it, it it makes so much sense and it fits so well. We're at the point where we're trying to get super ahead. We have another project that's kind of like halfway done that we're trying to drop next year. That's more of like an album album. That's like not even like a seven track, that's closer to like a 10, 12 track. Okay. Um, we're just always cooking, always working, always trying to make things happen, always trying to stay busy because it's the name of the game. Like, we just got to keep it, keep it pushing. Yeah. Well, I love, I love what you're doing. Um, you. I wish I was still in San Diego or come up for your show at the Mint, but oh, I'm, like, in, I'm uh, in Tennessee now. So you should come out this way and play. I would love to. Like, we're, we're at the <laughs> point now where we just got our work visas and now we're like, yo, we could like, we could tour. That's it before. Like, if we really want to, like, so we're trying to figure that out too. I'm trying to hit New York, trying to hit Chicago, trying to hit, you know what I mean? Tennessee, like, trying to, trying to, you know what I mean? Like, see, see where we could. Dude, we can make stuff happen. Yeah, yeah if, if, we, if we if we're in your area, we got you. Oh yeah, well, I'm. I'll drive to you. It's a bit far now. I mean, that's days of driving for me to get back to to LA. But <laughs> I'm talking about LA. I'm talking about like if we come to like your area, like oh no, that's what I mean. Like, but I say, I'm saying if you're around my area, oh, with you would hours driving bus. distance. Hell yeah. I want to see you guys play. <laughs> we'll take care of the gas money because that's an expensive bus. Uh, uh, oh. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> I well, went to LA for me, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm flying. Down there. That's so funny. I the ticket, I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> well, <laughs> dude, I love what you're doing. Congratulations on on all of this. I have one more question for you um, before I let you go. I know you got to uh, warm up your 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 2K skills for the for the new, uh, I gotta, new I gotta, game, I gotta get it right? Because them them seven year olds not fucking around with me. <laughs> yeah, they're ready for you. Uh, do you have any advice for aspiring artists 
for aspiring artists, like, I always say the same thing if anyone ever asks for advice. First of all, I don't think I'm a nigga to be giving advice anyway. I'm 24. I don't know shit about shit. <laughs> I don't know nothing about nothing. There's definitely a, four, a, a 35, 40, 50, 60 year old man that's like, you young motherfucker, you don't know shit about shit. Like, but from what I've experienced, the biggest advice I could give is just be yourself and be honest. You know what I mean? And just and just just tell it how it is and tell the truth. Because at the end of the day, like anything else that's going on, no matter how life plays out or your career plays out or whatever the hell, at least at the end of the day, you can look back and be like, well, I was being myself and I gave it everything I had to give. So, you know, at the end of the day, you're like, I did my best. And that's how you know you did your best is, is if you're just being yourself everywhere you go treat people the way that you that you would want to be treated you know what i mean like don't be a weirdo <laughs> like you know there's a lot of weird that's that's also a big one there's a lot of weirdo artists don't be a weirdo artist don't do that don't wear sunglasses in, inside don't be that guy you know what i mean it's 11 p.m. you in the club it's all it's dark already you got sunglasses on you can't fucking see like we know you can't fucking see like don't be that guy don't come to the studio and be like yeah that shit alright like it's cool or whatever no be excited about the song if you're excited like be yourself, be real, be honest, be genuine, and don't be a weirdo. That's my I advice. love it. I love it. And if yeah, and you also have like a side hustle in stand-up comedy, man. You're hilarious. Right. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> People have been telling me I should do stand-up, and I feel like that's the easiest way to become a shitty stand-up comic. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's that's how I'm gonna find out I'm not that funny. Like I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm like regular conversation funny. I don't know if I got like go on a stage and like get these jokes off funny punchline jokes. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go up there and be like so, and then they're gonna fucking <laughs> shit out of me. I'm gonna get booed off that fucking stage. I, I'm I don't got that type of confidence in myself yet. Not yet. Maybe uh, that's hilarious. Well, thank you again so much for doing thank this. Uh, yeah, have a great uh, rest of your day. Thank you. <laughs>